time for the Cummins Real Estate Group show with our local rock star realtor, Michelle Cummins, and myself, Curtis Pope. Good morning, Michelle. <laughs> good morning. I was going to say good morning, Enos. That's like a, a hazard um, quote. But anyways, uh, good morning, Mr. Pope. How are you? I am wonderful. It is uh, great to be here on a rainy weekend. Looks like we're going to get rain for like the next, you know, three months. No, next week anyway. But hey, that's what we get living on the wet coast. That's right. Tropical climate that we have. Um, But I'm looking at my window right now and I do see ferns, which I'm really happy for because, you know, uh, shortly, soon enough, there's going to be they're going to be covered by the blackberries that have taken over uh, the invasive species. So uh, I love seeing ferns. I love green. <laughs> so I'm okay with the rain. Uh, but I I can't believe it's already in the middle of the March. Like, I, we were just saying, hey, it's the first show of the, the month. It's already the beginning of March. Can you believe it? And now it's the middle of March. Yeah, I know St. Patrick's Day is coming up fast. And before you know it, it's it's like spring break for the kids here and stuff now, too. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And tonight, don't forget to spring forward your clock. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to wake up and be that person that's, you know, completely out of whack for like a whole day or two. I've done that, I think, once in my life. (laughs) Just once? (laughs) Well, you know, I usually set two alarms just to make sure, but then I always second guess myself. And I'm always second guessing myself during that whole next day because I'm like, yeah, but did everyone else spring forward properly? So are all my appointments going to be messed up? So I'm always, that day is a little bit, you know, well, uh, I, I live in peace, hopefully, but it's a little stressful anyway. Well, and now with cell phone technology, they all, they automatically adjust for you. So really, we, we don't have the excuses we used to have. It's true. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so I had a really cool event on Thursday. I had my first home buyer seminar uh, that I hosted along with financial planner Brandon Kirk and mortgage broker Jessica Oates, who have both been on our show. And we had a Zoom meeting and we had a couple giveaways and it was a lot of fun. We had great questions and answers and uh, it, it's our first, it was our first one of, of real estate wise webinar series that we're doing and we'll have a webinar once a month and our first one was last week so so excited Uh, that one was on the six steps to buying a home for home buyers and i'll be posting that video on my youtube so check it out there as well as my social media for anyone who missed it Uh, but next month is our first one for our sellers series and it will be at 7 p.m via zoom on april 14th and yes we'll have some more giveaways uh, be sure to register for the Zoom link so you receive that. And I'll be posting it on my Facebook business page probably in a couple weeks. Uh, and so, yeah, so every month I'll be doing one. And the, month, the one after next month will be for investors. So keep an eye out on it. It's, yeah, it's, it's a blast. I found a crackdown and decided to do it. Very cool. And just another resource for people that have interest in real estate in the industry to learn more about it. Yes. Oh, and can I do a call out? No, you may not. Of course okay. you can. <laughs> I'll do it anyway. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to stop you. You know that. You're just going to do it anyway. <laughs> so I'm looking for service providers, trusted uh, and good, reliable uh, professional service providers. So business owners to partner with in helping each other's customers and clients. So uh, if you're out there and you hear this or you know of somebody, I have need for painters, for plumbers renovation experts, drywallers, cleaners, like house cleaners, move-in, move-out cleaning, uh, photographers, 
stagers and designers. So if you're wanting to grow and help each other, please contact me. And if you know anybody uh, that would like that as well. And I've got an announcement. So this announcement, it's about the Bank of Canada, the BOC. And they're meeting on April 13th. And guess what? They're going to raise the interest rates another quarter percent, they say. Uh, They had mentioned that they were going to do it in June. But no, they're going to do it. April 13th. So if you are a buyer and you're not pre-approved or your pre-approval will end before then, please get out there, find your mortgage broker and get pre-approved before April 13th uh, so that you don't affect you. That's uh, probably I, a good call because, yeah, that's, you know, we just went up a quarter percent. Now we're going up another quarter percent. That's going to add up pretty quick. It does. And it makes a big difference in the pocketbook of what you can afford. And then that, you know, that the purchase prices today. So, yes. Uh, so I just found out, you know, I have my place in Oregon on the Oregon coast and uh, my nephew is getting married there next month. It's so exciting. Uh, and I found out that Oregon, you know how buyers, you know, to really stand out, one of the things that they do is write a letter of love to the seller and their property, you know, to try to get their foot a little bit better in the door to try to reach the seller's emotional side to hopefully choose to work with them over the 10 other offers they received. Well, Oregon had banned a judge, actually, uh, buyer love letters. Yeah. I, I Can you believe that? I couldn't believe it. They, they actually said it's because it was discriminatory. But then they, they, they people were fighting it because they were saying, but it also goes against free speech. I, I just can't believe that you... You, you wouldn't be allowed to write a letter to somebody. Yeah, if you and, really love a property and you want that person to know that you're going to take care of it and that you want to, you know, you know, you love what they've done with the renovations or things like that, why wouldn't you want those people to know that? Yes, exactly. Like how 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 I, I just I just can't believe it. Like if a buyer wants to write a letter to a seller, have that or you should have that ability. But Washington State is actually trying it too. I heard, as the second state to try it. I don't think it's going to work out, as it didn't seem to work out for Oregon, but that was interesting. Okay, so we got to get into our first topic, though, here. Okay, that kind of brings me into policies of government, uh, and realtors are trying um, everything we can do to help real estate rights uh, locally, our local governments and our provincial governments and our federal governments. But there's this seven-day rescind period for buyers that the government's talking about. And so before um, I go any further, I just wanted to say, if you don't know about it, it, well, I'll I'll just explain it here. So BCREA, which is the British Columbia Real Estate Association, in hand with the local uh, real estate boards and realtors, uh, we've published more than 30 recommendations to the BC government and the province's real estate regulatory uh, the BC Financial Services Authority to help guide their decision making to better protect consumers in the real estate transaction progress. Progress. So, a key recommendation that we made is for the government to mandate a pre-offer period instead of a cooling-off period to improve the home buying and selling process and mitigate consumer risk in this competitive market that we've been in. So, for realtors, for realtors, it's very important uh, for us to underst- understand and know what that is and to explain it to our clients and customers, so the consumers. 
what's the difference between a pre-offer period and a cooling-off period? Well, a cooling-off period gives buyers the right to withdraw from a purchase agreement within a specified period of time after their offer is accepted. The objective of this policy is to allow buyers time to reconsider their decision after having their accepted offer. Although the government has already announced its intent to implement a mandatory cooling-off period, our research has led us to have significant concerns with the policy. Instead, we're proposing a pre-offer period which would mandate that a listing be available for a minimum of five business days before offers are allowed to be presented. This would provide prospective buyers with the opportunity to undergo due diligence, giving more time to ensure proper financing is in place, reviewing any documents and disclosure statements, and conduct a home inspection before submitting their offer. A pre-offer period will allow potential buyers to ensure that they are making offers that are well-informed, while also reducing pressures of a highly competitive real estate market. So already many, many realtors and sellers have had a holding-off period they just signed a form saying we're waiting to present any and all offers until this day and this time, which typically has been five to seven days after they list. So already they're giving that time frame for the buyers to do all their due diligence within that period. Uh, and, and that's the market that we're in. But this uh, cooling off period, uh, okay, why the difference? Because a key difference between the two policies is that the cooling off period, it's reactive allowing potential buyers to reconsider a decision after it's been made, while a pre-offer period is proactive, allowing due diligence to to take place before an offer is made. So potential issue with a cooling-off period is that if a potential buyer rescinds their offer, it may create a cascading effect, which would jeopardize a seller's ability to purchase their next home. A cooling-off period tries to protect buyers but doesn't consider that many buyers are also sellers and if their own home sales falls through as a result of a cooling-off period, their own home buying efforts could be jeopardized. A pre-offer period avoids this unintended consequence by taking place before an offer is made. Another potential negative consequence of a cooling-off cooling-off period is that it may increase the total amount of offers, ultimately worsening housing affordability. Sophisticated and wealthier buyers may take advantage of a cooling-off period, presenting offers on multiple properties to preserve their options and later backing out of all but their own preferred deal. This already happens with a lot of properties, and this would just facilitate it even more, and it's not good. If this occurs, it would increase the instances of multiple offers. This resulting increase in demand from insincere or frivolous offers could further increase housing prices. A pre-offer period would not give opportunity for these frivolous offers. It's important that serious buyers feel confident in their offer and on the property, and that can only happen with due diligence uh, completely beforehand. So that is uh, what we as a um, real estate um, association is, is, is trying to express and get out there and let the government know um, maybe a better way to consider trying to uh, help buyers and because buyers are sellers, most of them. <laughs> All right. Well, it makes perfect sense. Okay. So we should probably take a quick break here. Uh, if people want more information about your listings, about the services you provide as a realtor, where can they go? 
Yes, actually, they can go to michellecummins.ca and to actually find out more or to find, uh, promote this better way uh, to purchase homes in D.C., it's hashtag BetterWayHomeDC. Perfect. We're back with more right after this. Self Curtis Pope. Now, Michelle, uh, you're talking a lot over the last well, couple of years about how we need more housing in British Columbia, and I know that's really coming to a head right now. Yes, and for a second there, I thought you were going to say, Michelle, you sure talk a lot. No, that's for the people to comment on our YouTube page. <laughs> My favorite comment ever. You guys talk too much. <laughs> oh, we don't want any dead air here. Exactly. But- yeah, uh, BC's housing supply really needs to increase now, not tomorrow, not next week, not next year, now. It really does. So the fact that we in here in BC, I mean, we just, we're not nowhere near the supply to meet the demand that we have. So, uh, for example, March 2021, 67,000 buyers searched for homes across BC, while only 24,000 homes were listed for sale. I mean, those numbers, like, that's crazy. So the, the disparity between the housing supply and demand will continue to rise as the federal government resumes its immigration program. And this year alone, the government of Canada aims to welcome more than 400,000 new permanent residents. 70,000 to 80,000 are expected to settle in B.C. The province already has domestic demand that it can't meet. BC is already home to four of Canada's fastest growing cities. That is Kelowna, which I call the Palm Springs of Canada, Chilliwack, believe it or not, Chilliwack, Kamloops, and Nanaimo. So uh, BCREA's uh, research shows that these cities have a $1 million benchmark for a single-family home or townhome. As the demand for housing grows while supply continues to lag behind, the pressure on potential home buyers will only worsen. Moreover, British Columbians, whether they're home buyers or renters, they need options in housing types. Building out middle housing, such as duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes, laneway, and secondary suites can create a much-needed diversity in the housing stock. The diversification and densification of housing are essential in cities and transit-accessible population hubs. When there's such a mismatch between supply and demand, it's no wonder that multiple offer scenarios and even subject-free offers are just the norm. So BC Realtors uh, support more transparency. So this whole episode we're talking about um, government policies and how BC realtors are are 
moving forward with suggestions to the government to help for uh, real estate rights and policies. So that's why the Professional Association for BC's 24,000 realtors, the, the BC Real Estate Association, which we call BCREA, has submitted a white paper, A Better Way Home, Protecting Consumers in Real Estate Transactions to the BC Government, with more than 30 recommendations, as mentioned in the first segment, to improve the BC real estate sector and better protect consumers. And on our show, we talked about the first one, the first segment. This is a, a second one that I wanted to bring forward because it is so important. In our recommendations, we urge the provincial government to make infrastructure investments to local governments con- conditional on official community plans, housing needs reports, zoning bylaws, and other local policies to allow for increased density and a mix of housing types. So put simply, to speed up and increase housing diversity and start. So we have also suggested the creation of a permanent national housing roundtable in coordination with the federal government to bring together all housing market stakeholders to help address these challenges in an integrated manner. So our other recommendations include making property disclosure statements mandatory, making all strata documents available upon listing, and giving buyers more insight into multiple offer scenarios. Informed decisions instead of regret. The mismatch between potential home buyers and available properties means that there are a whole lot of frustrated British Columbians who have been unsuccessful in their home buying journey so far. According to a survey of unsuccessful home buyers in BC since January 2021, by far the most common reason for an unsuccessful purchase was com- competition from other potential buyers. That was 49%, followed by inadequate financing, which was 31%. Similarly, among concerns expressed by successful home buyers, the largest was pressure to make an offer uncomfortably above the list price to be competitive. I'm surprised that's 22% because it seems like it's 99.9% to me. But that's what the survey says, 22%. With fierce competition between buyers, subject-free offers and risky financial decisions are being made without proper due diligence. Often, buyers prepare an offer 48 hours after showing and it's done without an appraisal, inspection, or sometimes even without reviewing strata documents, uh, like like so many stories that 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 I have heard um, making subject-free offers, and that's why our first segment talked about the um, pre uh, period where sellers can hold off or should hold off at least minimum five days before looking at offers to give buyers a chance um, to to be able to have an opportunity. Uh, and do their due diligence. So the current real estate market and uh, what it has meant for buyers and sellers have been people, just everyone's worried, uh, from consumers to governments to realtors. The BC government in particular has taken notice. So concerned that consumers are making increasingly risky decisions, the BC government has said it will introduce a mandatory cooling off period, as we mentioned, in real estate transactions this spring. 
A cooling-off period would allow buyers to change their minds and cancel a signed purchase, and this is just not good. There's a lot of legal consequences, uh, likely having the seller in a difficult situation, particularly if they're buyers, again, of another transaction. It's just, it can snowball from there. And again, this reminds me of how the government came out with the foreign buyer's tax without thinking anybody in a firm accepted binding contract to purchase and sell for a certain price shouldn't, after the fact, be surprised of this huge fee that they have to pay. So sometimes when they roll things out quickly and without getting the right advice by the stakeholders that are in the heart of it, and, and it, it things can go wrong. So we're asking them to cool, cool off themselves a bit, sit, sit back, and let's have more tasks let's uh force let's let's get together and chat more about this um and before that happens so uh we want that pre-offer period at at least we find that that would be a better suggestion but also who knows how long this type of multiple offer uh situation is going to last you know everything's for a time and do do we really think that this is going to last forever and ever and we're always going to see multiple offers you know this is for a time uh, you know so uh, let's look at that as well and not be so focused on just what's happening today, but understand history, understand human human nature, psychology, and and the lookout of the future. And, and you got to look at everything, not just what's happening to you today. You have to be able to react with wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and and peace of mind for sure. So um, that there, there's a lot more to talk about about that. But I've got some uh, wonderful new listings that just hit the market this week that I would like to mention to all those buyers who are still looking for a home. And, yeah, because uh, obviously there's a lot of people out there looking for a home, so they're probably waiting to hear where where are these new listings, Michelle? What do you got? <laughs> yeah, and I got some good ones. Okay, so I got this awesome one. It was the show home out in on uh, Harrison. Highlands community, and this is in Briarwood. So it's a Bearland Strata. It's the one street that's gated. It was the show home built by Kirkoff Construction, and it has geothermal. It is a two-story plus a full walkout basement. Gorgeous decorating, gorgeous home. Built in 2008. It's four bedrooms, four bathrooms. It's almost 9,000 square foot lot. Uh, it's at one. I love the number one. 1911 Woodside Boulevard. It's priced only at 1.1 million, and it's where the the eagles soar, and it's just beautiful out there. I have an open house there uh, today from 11 to 1. I'm going to be headed off there in a little bit here, and so I hope to see you all there today from 11 to 1 o'clock. And it's on uh, my, you know, just look up my my website if you need that address again. A 1911 Woodside Boulevard. Okay, and then I've got a brand new one in Mission, and it's off McEwen Avenue, and this is on a 10,000 square foot lot. It's a four bedroom, three bathroom, and yes, it has a suite, mortgage helper, or in-law suite, uh, and it's a little over 2,500 square feet. It's got a double garage. That one's priced at 1250000 and then I've got one in Chilliwack, and this, believe it or not, is only priced at seven hundred and eighty thousand. What? Something under a million? Yep, seven hundred eighty thousand. It's a cute rancher, two bedroom, one bathroom, just under five thousand square foot lot. It's actually multi-family future zoning in their overall community plan. So it's a great investment if you need a starter home or you're an investor. It's a 1955 built home, and you know it's cutely renovated and uh, it's it's got a detached garage. So that's seven eighty. 
people. Really good. Wow. And yeah. And then I've got a brand new five acre property. It's completely private. It's gated and fully fenced. So if you have dogs, uh, it's off Burns Road in Mission. And it's almost five acres, I should say. Uh, and it's 2007 built. The house is adorable. It's four bedrooms, three bathrooms. And then there's a detached carriage house, a double garage that's fully insulated and heated. And then upstairs, it's like a man's cave right now. So it's uh, roughed in for a suite, like a kitchen, I should say. Uh, and that's it. it's got a full bathroom, a bedroom, and then the living room area. And the kitchen area just isn't put in yet, just the kitchen. Uh, and that price? is one million six hundred thousand. You can get a five acre with the carriage house, private and gated, built in two thousand seven for one point six million. Now, I've got Cloverdale. I've got an end unit townhouse for eight hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. It's two bedroom, two bathroom, built in two thousand and eight, almost thirteen hundred square feet, low maintenance fees, and I've got an open house there today from two to four. So check it out on my Facebook or my website or on the MLS, it's there too. It's at 68A Avenue, uh, Unit 66, end unit. It's got a big extra uh, yard, backyard, because it's a corner. It's an end unit. It's a, got a double tandem garage. It's a, it's a cute place. So, yeah, so that's my open house today, my two open houses um, today. And uh, I also have some open houses on Sunday. And, and anyway, check it out. Thank you so much. Oh, and the quote of the week. Oh, and don't forget my Ledgeview Row Homes. I've got Freehold, Non-Strata. We actually just released them for sale last week. Uh, there's eight left right now, and it's in peaceful East Abbotsford location adjacent to trees in the forest of green space and crown land. They're over 2,500 square feet. They're four bedrooms, three and a half bathrooms. So come live in serenity. Nestled between Ledgeview Tree Farms and Ledgeview Trails and Walk to Ledgeview Golf Country Club. Only 1.298 for the inside units and 1.348 for the end units. And uh, you could put a, a, an in-law suite in the, in the basement if you want. So with that, the end of the week quote, or the beginning of the week, however you look at Saturdays. <laughs> Be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. And that's unknown. I'm just trying to think that. Uh, it's got me thinking. We could be here a while if I keep thinking about that one. But I like it. Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> I like it, yeah. I'll be, we could be here for weeks if I try to figure that one out. But I do like it. All right. Well, if people want more information about what you do as a realtor and they want to see your listings, your open houses, all these things, where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. And join us again next week when we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.